0: Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast, podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With Wedding and Event Consultant, Toby Dodge, author of The Other Side of the Aisle, and Eric Zimmerman, DJ, Master of Ceremonies, Pianist, and Bandleader of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Etiquette and Natural Interaction, Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 67. Traditionally, weddings are the joining of two families. At a family gathering, conventional etiquette would include shaking hands, an embrace, a kiss on the cheek. However, current health protocol, as reported, forbids such contact. But please... Rest assured, this too will pass, at which time it will be okay to freely express ourselves. Understandably, this serious subject of necessary restrictions imposed on one's guests can be upsetting to say the least. In this talk, Toby and I address natural interaction in sometimes humorous terms. And now please enjoy Etiquette and Natural Interaction. Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 67.
1: Talking to people, just like you are saying earlier, you want to convey your sincerity and caring. And it's harder to do that when you're masked. It's not impossible, because I believe your voice and your eyes still communicate but it's harder and you don't hear quite as well through masks either so yeah. it's hard it's hard
0: my son and i uh painted well he, he did most of it he did all of it really uh painted his room wow had to take everything out of his room and so he was living in the office we got oh we, we were we finally you know, got it all painted and then you know now we're getting a, a bed frame and then we got a uh, you know some some other things for the room and then we looked we looked at carpet and he couldn't find anything that he liked so we said okay we're gonna so he says can, can we go to mcdonald's you know i said yeah let's go to mcdonald's you know and he, he knows that that i eat much more healthier than that but 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 i said yeah let's go to mcdonald's and um, we pull up in the line and this woman says um <laughs> and so we really had to have her slow down
1: i know
0: <laughs> and, then, and then have her repeat the order and then you know did, did this whole thing and so we and then she had something wrong where I, there was a frappuccino in there for some reason i said oh, no you don't need a frappuccino just you know just,
1: <laughs>
0: just you know." 10 pieces and this type of thing, you know, and a and and Coke or whatever, and, and and fries. We had to pre- repeat the order twice, you know, just so that we, we had it correct. So we pull up to the window. So here's this good looking Asian guy behind a, a plexiglass and, and everything. And he's like, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> and he had a question or something like this. And so I, okay. And then I, so we got had him repeat it three or four times. Then he gives us the order, and it turns out there were, there were two fries he calls the manager over, which would turned out to be the first woman. <laughs> and they were both trying to talk to each other. And, and it, was, it was like a, <laughs> a skype episode for cried out Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what it sounded like.
0: <laughs> but, you know, communication is not only, you know, between creative people and not only be, uh, understanding what the other person wants, but just in, in day to day, hello, you know, and just in, in a day, you know, McNuggets fries and a coke you know
1: it shouldn't be that difficult (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and you can see that when that simple communication is not Mm -hmm. received or it's not Mm -hmm. understood yeah that on
1: both sides of the
0: communication
1: well you get frustrated yes the person talking
0: is going You know, I it is, you know. And then, and then the other person is, is saying, you know, well, I didn't hear you, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So yes, the, um, the whole uh, affinity of the whole thing kind of goes down. And usually when good communication is happening, the affinity goes up and you know yeah. what each other are talking about and you have new ideas and there's this understanding and the world is positive.
1: I, I try and have a lot of patience, uh, for communication like this, where you have excuse me barriers physically barriers that we have to slow down we have to almost exaggerate our eyes and and use our hands if we're visually next to someone obviously um to to help them understand And that's what I was really trying to bring out in in discussing this, that we have to be aware when we're trying to communicate, especially when it comes to issues like etiquette that are flexible and are often, I believe, constructed in order to be considerate. I mean, etiquette is all about being considerate. Of others sure and their sensibilities uh, traditionally so whether you have etiquette that comes from years of practice behavior and custom or as a result of of a situation that is put upon us we have to try and find a graceful way of meandering through this maze of the unknown right now and I think special events is has a unique role in this because it's a time-honored event that many people want to participate in there are expectations there are learned behaviors and customs and heritage and to have that all be masked (laughs) literally and figuratively because of the pandemic i think puts extra stress on everyone the participants the services the sites that are all participating and I just, my heart literally goes out to everyone involved because it is taking much more effort and understanding. And I just truly hope that in a small way, our talking about this will reach people and, and have us not judge as quickly and to be more open and understanding that everyone is trying to do their best for everyone. Yes. yes. You know,
0: what I have found, okay, I did a wedding uh, this past Saturday, actually, mm-hmm. and it wasn't my personal performance. They, they wanted a guitarist. I had a wonderful guitarist come and, come and perform, and I stayed there to take pictures, and I stayed there to just make cue things and make sure that everything was, was going well people arrived uh, elderly people did have masks they they shed those masks though as you know mm-hmm. for pictures mm-hmm. and then i left a little bit before dinner and no one had masks on probably about 19 people or mm-hmm. 20 mm-hmm. people they kept their distance and i remember i remember the, the seeing this elderly couple who who appeared to be grandparents arriving through this backyard uh, entryway and that um, I think their grandkids or somebody was over here and they were walking quickly to greet them. And I could see them stop where, where you would normally embrace that grandparent and give them a big kiss and a hug and stuff like this and a pat on the back and you know, whatever and receive that. They just mindfully just like stopped. And I could see that the grandparent expecting to be hugged and expecting to be kind of like what, well, all right, that's where we're at right now, (laughs) you know, and so it was interesting, though, that, that they then led this person to to sit down, and gave them some refreshments, it was so, so hot, it was just incredibly oppressively hot, Um, but they gave them refreshments, and then they wound up going inside, because indeed, there was air conditioning inside, and they were able to do that, and Mm -hmm. they were, you know, take, take care of that, and it looked, Look out for people that way it's something natural that you would just naturally do give somebody a hug was uh, stopped by the uh, <laughs> by the situation so to speak or the, the cautions that we all have
1: well you know I that happens to us we get to see our granddaughter who's uh, local here in uh, Los Angeles area how old is she now she's five Wow. Well, leave well. it and um, and so We wear masks uh, when she comes over. She tries to stay six feet apart, which is difficult. Um, We try and be outside as much as possible, but this weekend it was impossible because it was 105 here. Crazy. uh, In Woodland Hills. I thought maybe we could spend a little time out on the porch and we'd be six, apart but and she wore her mask except for eating and uh, obviously we didn't get close you know she didn't know this but after she left that room we sprayed it (laughs) we were trying to be safe it was hard but here's the kicker we've been very successful we've kept our distance And we're saying goodbye and She's walking out the door and she pauses for a second Can't control herself still wearing a mask and Runs over and gives us a hug each of us What in the heck? You know, I I mean it thrilled me that she couldn't control herself in one way and she just had to hug her grandma and grandpa and you know that's reality it just is and she's you know staying home she hardly ever sees a friend and if they do they're outside on their scooters and
0: Uh That reminds me of the, this, there's a scene in uh, Monsters Incorporated. I
1: don't know if
0: you've ever seen that.
1: I think Where I did.
0: The monsters go into a bedroom and scare the the, uh, the kids and then and they collect this uh, this energy or whatever it is, you know, this, that, that's their business. And, that. Mm-hmm. and then they, they come back in and close the door. And then the monster turns around and there's a, a child's sock stuck to the fur. Oh! Of the monster's back. And bells go off and, and alarms go off, and then the whole thing these guys come in and they shave the, this hairy monster down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of sock.
0: Because of a, of a sock,
1: yeah. <laughs> and you know something? I mean, when you think of it, that's why it's so hard to set rules, firm rules. Uh, and expect everything to be adhered to. I think in every aspect of our lives, not just now but uh, prior to uh, COVID, um, there's always a gauge. It is never perfect. The pendulum always swings back and forth back and forth noise levels go up and down where you have uh in writing a certain amount of people are allowed in a room and 10 extra people show what do you do do you put an extra person at 10 tables Do you drag another table out and shove it into a corner? Probably. Or do do you put them in the hallway? What I'm really saying is that with every rule, there has to be reasonable variance. And that means the same as threats. You have to weigh what the threat is against the good that it will provide.
0: Well, that's, a, that's an interesting uh, a balancing of choices and a balancing of doing the greatest good or the greater good for, uh, for the situation.
1: Ah, and here comes a point, uh-huh. a very important point that you just brought up. The greatest good to think of the everyone, meaning the greater or the what is good and the rights of the individual uh, opposed to the greater good. And that comes in business as well as thinking about health issues or any other kind of communication. Hmm. And here is the argument that I faced once, but I want everyone to think about this when they deal with clients, their colleagues, and couples when dealing with family and with their uh, services. When you think of the greater good, most people would tell you we're thinking of everyone in the long run what is best okay that's the premise that we're not thinking about the individual we're thinking about everyone how they approach it Mm -hmm. and then the individual may say i'm thinking individually what is ethical and moral and i want that applied and i'm not as concerned with the greater good we each have experienced both i believe where we will look and say for the greater good we cannot force these people to stay in the rain for this ceremony, we have to have another option for the greater good. It may sound, you know, minimalistic of me to bring out one thing like that, well, but it's, it's a, very a good real analogy. concern.
0: Very, very good analogy.
1: Okay. Because the individual, the bride, is thinking of her personal right the expense, the effort that she went to, and the efforts of others to create something that her will, where she feels it is right for her to have that individual right to do that.
0: Right, and and Um, to request that everybody stand stand in the rain while while she gets married.
1: (laughs) That's I right. know. I get
0: it. I get but
1: here we haven't really addressed a moral obligation or an ethical obligation. Is it ethical and moral to ask people to be discomforted to a degree where either they fall ill? or are disheveled to a point where they are personally uncomfortable and embarrassed, or that they are so upset that they leave, okay? Where is that line? I don't know that I can answer that uh, exactly today, but I can tell you that it is an individual decision for everyone that's a part of that greater good to decide. As one guest did at another wedding where they didn't like their seat and we were being seated for the grand entrance and they put up a stink and they wanted to be added to another table and the management said, I am sorry, our fire laws will not allow us to put that many people at that table in that place in the room. I mean, it had nothing to do with me. I would have put those chairs in, but I knew better. And I had to think of the greater good because it wasn't right for other people to to not have a safe route out of that room because it was in a corner, okay?
0: By, By an exit
1: well not close to an exit across from an exit so that's one of the reasons they didn't and there was a kitchen door that was fairly close so there were a couple of reasons but that didn't matter to the guests they just were incensed that they had to sit with these people that they didn't know so I went over and and, because I realized there was some commotion going on so I introduced myself, I said, I'm terribly sorry, you seem to be uh, upset about something, how can I help you? And they said, there's no reason why we were put here. This is the wrong table, we don't know anyone, our family's over there, and that's where we wanna sit. And I said, well, please give me a couple of minutes and let me see if I can arrange that. That table's for 10, the sizing is normally max 10, and you would make 12 i have to check with management to see if that's possible well they were cooling their heels and they didn't like it and i came back and i said i'm so sorry i'm unable to make that change but if you wouldn't mind waiting until after the first dance then we might be able to rearrange some of the Adjoining tables, oh my so that we could make room for you. I just can't do it right now.
0: Good. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, you know they,
1: what they said I, to me? What do you say? Leave us alone. And they walked out and left the event.
0: Got rid of them. That was.
1: Well, crazy. that's one way, but I got it back at me because the groom said, my cousins wouldn't have gotten upset for nothing. You must have inflamed them. And I said, no, sir, this is what I said. And this is what I did. And if you had been that couple, I hope you would not have reacted the way they did.
0: Great. Great. Great wow what a, what an untenable situation
1: <laughs> yep and so that's you know part of this you cannot always make everyone happy
0: well okay the, and, and the
1: greater th- good or the individual yes well, and, and so, morals and ethics
0: yes and, and I think that that people are, are very very happy for the bride and groom they're very very happy for the families they're so glad to to be participating in this and being a part of this and it's just this thing where where they're there to help really you know they're there to uh, contribute and and they're to uh well to have a good time Mm -hmm. and to and to not be a stick in the mud and to not be a uh a problem for anybody and and send the wine back after it's been opened or something (laughs) like this And, and so i just think that uh gosh uh you you handled that very very well
1: um, well, I don't know I if there were any other things I could have done. It was just one of those moments where we were holding up the entire wedding you
0: know, this guy has because got to...
1: of these two people, Yeah. because once that band started, I wouldn't have been able to hear. I would have had to have taken them out of the room, which yeah. what I felt would have been worse. And And I wanted them to enjoy what the bride and groom were about to to do to, for their grand entrance. It's
0: not about them. I
1: it's know, but great. I was trying to somehow give them <laughs> options. You know, I, I would be willing to talk to other people and to see if I could get them to be next to them, but just at the next table. They right. were two tables away. I mean, they were just, you know, they had other issues. I mean, that's right. a reasonable person would have said, okay, I'll give you a chance to work this out. Yeah. Because if even though I had an assistant, the time it would have taken me to explain to the assistant no. what is going on would have made it worse. I just had to take care of it.
0: Right.
1: And and not hurt everybody else's experience. Right. So um I think in life we we come up against these things and sometimes we'll we'll put a label on it like um etiquette but what it really is is human relations it really is
0: yeah but but you know what i I just think that you bring up a really really good point that here you've got a tough customer you've got a you've got a guy who's who's almost unaware of his of his surroundings and he's he's like a a little child that said you know like you know i dropped my ice cream i want another ice cream (laughs) now (laughs) and um and th- th- this type of thing and so i just think that uh it was a blessing that, that he left because who knows what what the untold uh uh things that he would come up with later on in the event
1: well and, it was both of was the them really like
0: that, it was why was a guy people. like that he, he um uh invited to that event if, if he well. had some kind of a, a track record or or a uh, a reputation in the family for being troubled
1: Well, if either that or the mother of the bride is the one who made the seating chart and she may have made an error in, in seating or felt that, well, they're not first cousins, they're second cousins and so they can sit two tables away from their family and it shouldn't be a big deal. It could have been a judgment call. It could have been a legitimate situation with the layout of the room it also um could have been the disorganization of the mother of the bride because i got handed pieces of paper with scratch outs and circles and you just knew in your gut when you have that many changes and scratch outs and stuff
0: All last minute.
1: You know that there's going to be some changes, you know, but I didn't receive that list. Would you believe it? I mean, I knew the numbers of how many chairs for each table, but I didn't know the names until the day of the wedding. And I looked at that sheet. I didn't even know who, who were sitting at those tables. I just knew where the tables were supposed to go. So that's why I'm saying, Many times in these situations, nobody wants to take responsibility for their own uh, decisions. It's always somebody else's fault for, for not being um, gracious. In other words, you caused me to be that way. And that's what the groom was saying. I caused his cousins to behave that way.
0: You know, uh, there really, was a, a great interview with, uh, I think it was Clint Eastwood, where he said back in the 80s. Um, the uh, The acting motivation, you know, things things have changed and that, that it was very formulaic of of, of where uh, how things happen in, in a movie and that uh, there was always this uh, period where there the Bad guy has the good guy at gunpoint, or something, and there's this monologue where he's saying, you know, uh, I had a bad childhood, I had a bad upbringing, and that's why I'm going to kill you now. It w- was the whole motivation for the, the the scene, which 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 is so pallor, it's it's so weak, it's so so uh, unbelievable, really, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and and so they. <laughs> Um, and, and this, this was something that you were, as an actor, were, were expect to make, to make this believable. Mm. And, and it was just like, uh, bad writing, you know, lousy, lousy script, you know, r- rip that up. Uh so anyway, uh, you've got to have a, you gotta have a better reason for a bad guy to be a bad guy, you know, if, if there is indeed a reason and, and if you feel like you have to explain that every time. Well, maybe it's just the guy's a bad guy, you know, and that uh, it isn't because he, you know, his martini wasn't wasn't mixed just right, you know, or something like this. You yeah. know? He walked into that room with a problem before you gave him the martini. Yeah,
1: because we don't know what their re- personal relationship was between the husband and wife. Well, well he was
0: obvious, obviously not there to contribute to the, to the scene.
1: Right. Right. He he, he didn't want vision. to just participate to participate. He he had an agenda, unfortunately. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. so see so, so he wasn't there bearing gifts, he was there bearing problems and he was there bearing Well,
1: you know, what happens <laughs> is you second guess yourself something awful when this something like that happens, because you step back and you say, Well, I was standing, I was then bend, bending over to talk quietly. Should I have bent down? Should I have been on you know, kind of crouched, you know, eye to eye when he was sitting, would that have helped him? I, you, you wouldn't believe the, the how you go through. Yes, I get it. You say to yourself, I don't want this ever to happen again. And right. so you try. So in business, when you're talking to your clients the same way, and when as a couple, you're talking to your services and family, maybe, you have to consider where they are in other words i don't know if i said this i truly do not remember but in my heart i hope i had said uh, this is an important event and having your family close to you really means something to you in other words to mirror their feelings. And that's how I've always behaved in, in these situations, is to acknowledge what they may be thinking or feeling. And okay. I thought I had, maybe not with those exact words, but in part to tell them I understand. And that's why I'm going to do my level best to see if we can accommodate two more seats. I had to tell them up front that that table is not large enough normally for 12 people. Right. But they didn't care about that.
0: No, they didn't. So any rational person would have would have seen what yeah. you're
1: talking I mean about. it was full. Yeah. And
0: okay. All right. Well there there you <laughs> but,
1: go. But who knows? Maybe subconsciously or maybe not so subconsciously, they felt slighted because they saw other family members sitting there that aren't as close to the parents of, of the groom. And so they felt slighted because they were put there. And -hmm. thinking that I had anything to do with that is unfortunate because obviously I didn't, but that means they just want to get it out. They have to be able to do it. And I think I took a good step in calling the bride and groom and the parents of the bride, not the parents of the groom because I hadn't known them at all, but I called the day after and wished them well and uh-huh. said, I just wanted to let you know. And that's when the groom, you know, lit into me. And uh-huh. I'm telling you, I lived with that a long time. And that's hard. It's, it really is. I'm not saying that was a healthy thing to do. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, when your whole reputation is built on how you serve others. That's right. That's what services are. You do your level best to avoid. Those kinds of situations. Yes. And so in making a full circle here now with coming back to the times we are living in, I think we have to be extra sensitive. That when guests or services or clients are edgy or non-responsive maybe at times it's not because they have evil intent it's truly because they're They're just dealing the best they can
0: yes And, and i think lately this upset that's been spreading around is not helping there are important issues that need to be addressed and things like that you know and don't make the situation worse don't pour gasoline on a burning fire yeah if anything that our responsibility is to, yes, to, to show the humanity
1: mm-hmm. of a
0: situation, to take a look at the, the solutions to that, those situations, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not they were good or they were bad or they were, you know, this is what the result was in that. And that, yes, have we learned from that or have we, um, have we developed yeah. a policy?
1: I think it's exercising tolerance, too.
0: Uh, exercising tolerance, but also n- looking at the person you're dealing with. And really being able to read that person and, yeah, and which
1: and, comes back to the and
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and anticipate that person's needs or anticipate what that person might say or do yeah. and, and just having known what we know as, as professionals in conducting events and things like this it might be better to, uh, to have that person sit somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. We love hearing from our listeners. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please contact Eric at 626-797-1795 or by email eric at elegantmusic.com. That's eric at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, toby at That's T-O-B-E-Y at tobydodge.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.